episode of Apostate Coffee Talk is brought to you by Apostate Coffee. Brew a damn good life from the coffee grounds up. As a Mormon, you were guilted, shamed, deceived into believing coffee was a sin. Then your eyes were opened and you experienced the sinfully delicious beverage and the choice became yours. You wondered how you ever functioned or lived without coffee. Now it's not just about drinking coffee. It's about drinking damn good coffee. Stop wasting time with subpar burnt sludge. Visit apostatecoffee.com and brew a cup of damnation today. Hey everybody, welcome to our second podcast YouTube video. Today we're talking all about coffee, right? Oh yeah, coffee. We learned uh, last episode about the apostates in apostate coffee. And so today we're going to talk about the coffee in apostate coffee because it oh, yeah. sort of makes sense. Yeah, the good stuff. Yes. So what we thought we'd do is we'll kind of do a rundown of the word of wisdom and where the idea came about that coffee is bad. And then we're going to go ahead and tell some of our personal stories Things that we remember growing up about teachings of coffee and what that meant and what that did to our psyches. Yeah. Then we're going to start telling stories about our first time, our first experiences with coffee, and how that mingled in with our leaving the church and all that good stuff. And then we're just going to go ahead and explain all of our coffee blends and uh, go from there. But just to go ahead and start out, we do have a new um, email address. I decided we to do. go ahead and go with rebels at apostatecoffee.com because rebelling is not obeying and we've decided not to obey. So there yeah. you go. We are the rebels at, not the rebels, uh, rebels at apostatecoffee.com. Okay. All right. All right. So. Every Exmo knows about the word of wisdom, right? Yep. Every Mormon should know about the word of wisdom too. Yes, but every Exmo knows the truth. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry, <laughs> about the word of wisdom. So, um, what, what do you want to say about the word of wisdom? Um, like where it came from? Is that what yeah, you it was stupid. Oh, keep going. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> anybody remember where, where it's from? Doctrine and Covenants, section 89, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even look that up. I, that's just from memory, right? I know. That's how bad. And we've been out for, what, six, seven years now. I still remember that. I anyway. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, it came about because Emma was tired of cleaning up tobacco on the floor as the men folk got together to talk about their priesthood crap. Yeah. I think it was the School of the Prophets that, uh, yeah, Joseph Smith was having, if I remember right, it's a, it was the, above his store, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes, of course, it took a woman to complain about cleaning up after men. And so, lo and behold, God came up with a revelation, or Joseph Smith came up with a revelation saying it was from God because he had to have some authority or something like that, right? Right. Yeah, so in there, we all know about the whole meat and dairy and wheat, blah, blah, blah. But in there, it talks specifically about hot drinks. Right. And as modern, yep. what do you want to call them? Prophets have said that that really means just um, coffee and tea. Right. Not hot cocoa. 
you know, because that can burn your tongue. <laughs> but uh, apparently that's okay. Yes, but herbal tea is okay, and right? Herbal tea is okay, even if it does scald your <laughs> tongue. just, anyways. Yeah, so um, there's a whole lot of things going wrong with that word of wisdom idea. Um, my biggest thing is that most Mormons don't follow the word of wisdom. They will for tobacco and coffee. Like and those tea. are the things that they will. But you know, I mean, tobacco, the drugs. coffee, tea, and alcohol. Oh yeah, and, and, and yeah, no illicit drugs, right? Well, unless yeah. you're, you know, never mind. I, I was going to say about being in Utah and having to get your happy pill because you know it's so depressing being a Mormon that you need a happy pill. Yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a happy pill. If that's what you need. But this idea of perfectionism in the Mormon church is rampant. And so, anyways, I digress. So, um, I find it interesting that, that God decided to choose for his health law, because it is God's health law. Like my sound effects on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying really hard. God said. <laughs> Yeah, so it's his health law and the things that he chose to put in there and the things he chose to not include. I think for me, the biggest part is the idea of the hot drinks and the the saints took that so far as to not boil their water, right? Because it was hot. Because at the time, they didn't have modern prophets to tell them that it was coffee and tea. It just said hot drinks. I guess, yeah. I don't yeah. understand that, but there it is then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would have fixed all of the dysentery. No, is it dysentery? Or is that... Any, any of those foodborne or whatever uh, illnesses that... What's that boil thing? Out? Huh? Organ trail. Oh, yeah, organ trail. You have died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's not funny, but it is funny. Anyway. <laughs> well, the other thing, like during his time, right? So... Uh, even in in the wording of the doctrine covenant, it talks about not by constraint, but it should be. It says something, and I'm you know paraphrasing because I don't have the scripture right in front of me. But it's uh it's meant to be uh, not a commandment, but the weakest of the saints should be able to uphold this law, right? So um, the fact that. In his time, he wasn't really enforcing it because if you do a little digging, you'll find out that Joseph Smith, Brigham <laughs> right. Young, they had, um, you know, in the Joseph Smith, they're in the uh, Nabu Hotel. They sold alcohol. They had a brewery. Brewer, Bre- brewery. brewery. <laughs> Why is brewery. that so hard to say? Brewery. Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't ask her to say anything with, with uh, rolling her R's in Spanish. <laughs> brewery. Brewery. It's like that movie, Hamburger. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but yeah, Joseph, and from what, I, from what I remember reading too, they also had, uh, when they were in the Carthage jail, and, they, you know, he thought he was going to get, you know, put to death or whatever. Uh, they also had like a glass of wine or whatever, right? So it's eh, it's kind of who knows how much they actually obeyed it back in Joseph Smith's I time. I doubt they did anything, but they're going to put that on us today. I don't think so because of a modern revelation. Uh, they've said right, so okay. that's why it is the way it is now. And of course, this doesn't include caffeinated drinks. Oh, that's a whole right? nother, whole nother. Right. So we're mainly talking about the hot drinks, right? Coffee, right? And, 
But of course, passe coffee. Of course, every Mormon out there that I know of would say, "Well, we don't know God's ways, and it's about obedience." And I'm like, "Well, and to obedience? me, that, that seems like blind obedience because if you don't actually know the answers, then you're." Blindly following. Especially when we have so much more scientific evidence of different things nowadays. You can't just follow just to follow. If you actually have some scientific backing for things, you can actually, you know, cite that kind of stuff, right? So, anyway. Yeah, anyways, I'm sure there's a whole lot more we're going to remember when we're done. But that's the basic thing that we had a problem with. Uh, Obviously, now when you're looking back, you can say, hey, um, plus... If you drink coffee, you like can't get a temple recommend. They'll take your temple recommend away. Yeah, we probably should have looked that up to see what right. the temple recommend questions were. But I'm pretty sure, I think all it asks is like, uh, do you obey the word of wisdom? Right. And so it's kind of, you know, you can <sighs> throw yourself under the bus and say, well, I do have a cup of coffee every now and again. Oh, well, I need your temple recommend then. Depending well, on which because, leadership you get, right? Because every Mormon would feel so guilty that they're going to confess because it's like... <gasps> God's the bishop know. can see inside my soul and can tell that I'm lying. The bishop's got that spirit of discernment. God's going to tell him that I'm lying about drinking that cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Not and so chances are everyone in the ward would have known by now, but that's neither here nor there, right? Depends how good you are at hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I would not have been very good at hiding it. Yeah. I'm not very good at hiding much of anything, but that's Head's point. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so, oh, and what I was going to say about taking your temple recommend away is that is essentially severing ties for eternity, right? Because if you happen to die and your temple recommend is gone, you're not worthy, you're not going to heaven, right? Even if you've had your endowments in the the temple ceremony, you know, if you don't have your temple recommend, you're currently not worthy to be in the presence Mm -hmm. of God, Right. That's the assumption that I think everybody would draw from that. Right. Yeah. yeah but I think totally. I was going to say something uh, to that too. That uh, So these aren't things that, that we didn't really, I don't know, like me growing up, right? I think that's, you wanted us to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, talk about like growing up, I just kind of obeyed the word of wisdom. And I, I don't even really think it was until I was married to you and how your dad or family kind of had this, what I thought was a nuanced way of looking at the word of wisdom, right? Uh, his definition of eating meat sparingly, I'd never heard of before. You know, I always thought it meant like the song, you know, eat a very little meat, you know, whatever. Oh yeah. That's a different thing. But so I always thought, you know, oh, so word of wisdom. Yep. Don't drink coffee. Don't drink tea. Uh, Basically anything you can get addicted to. So, you know, in my mind that was also caffeinated drinks, but since it wasn't specifically laid out by any apostles or prophets or whatever, I, I think I assumed that, okay, so having a caffeinated drink every now and again is not that big a deal, right? But having a cup of coffee, that's, you know, the spirit's going to withdraw itself and you won't have the spirit with you, right? That kind of stuff. Right. What you looking up? What you well, got? I'm just trying to remember, my dad would say something to the effect that if you look up sparingly, ah, my phone's retarded, but if you looked up sparingly, all it meant was without waste. So as long as you were you know, eating everything and using everything of the animal, then that's what you were supposed to do. But you weren't supposed to kill an animal and then eat only the best parts and leave the rest to rot because then that was not good. Yeah, that's not sparing. Yeah. Now I wish we had read that 
and prepared a little better for that. But oh well. But that's what my dad would say. Well, this is more about the coffee, right? We're just giving yes. a, a basic understanding of the word of wisdom. So we could actually kind of yeah. keep going on, I guess, and then we can always do another episode specifically digging into the word right, of wisdom, right? Right. So if you guys all want that, let us know. But right. yeah. But we're also just trying to come up with our with our own memories about coffee. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. any, do you remember any uh, specific things about growing up around Coffee, tea, whatever, like like teachers. Remember having teachers that would come in with a cup of coffee and you could smell it kind of thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, coffee, of course, is everywhere. Ubiquitous. Like, every yeah, it's everywhere. sane person drinks coffee. I mean, every <laughs> non You get the idea, right? Yeah. So it's just this idea that coffee was everywhere except for Mormons. And so that set us apart. And so I felt somehow better than everybody else because I... Didn't drink coffee. I obeyed. I was a good obeyer. Yeah. Right? I could do that very well. But I also did not like the smell of coffee growing up. I think it was that idea that if you tell yourself something long enough, then you'll believe it. So I told myself I didn't like coffee, so that way I would believe it. I remember thinking I liked the smell of coffee, especially like when it was like raining outside. But I never really wanted to talk to anybody that had coffee breath. Probably because oh. they put all the sugar and crap in it, and that's what makes your breath smell. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the milk or whatever, right? Cream. So that's that's oh. what I remember younger. Interesting. I just remember never really even wanting to taste it, but it smelled good. It had yeah. that nutty type smell to it, and I thought it smelled pretty good. Yeah, but you never tried it growing no. up, right? Nope, never did. Never even had a desire to, to be honest. Oh. I think I had the desire to do a lot of things. <laughs> but um, I didn't because I thought that if I started, I wouldn't stop. Right, yeah. You know what Once I mean? you start, you know, take that first sip of wine, you're going to be an alcoholic. Exactly. That yeah. sounds so retarded. Like, so retarded now. But Well, we probably shouldn't say retarded because that's not nice okay, to actual retarded people. But yeah. That's so, so stupid. Stupid way of thinking, yes. <laughs> naive. Yeah. It's naive. Yeah. I was naive, yeah, that's as true. you all know. <laughs> we both were. Her more yeah. than me, probably. <laughs> In some things, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. But, um, yeah, so that's just the basic thing is coffee was bad. It'll keep you away out of heaven. It'll keep you away from your family for an eternity, you know. Just that one little thing. Yeah. It was an instant idea of sinner. You know, you could yeah. easily label somebody who drank coffee as a sinner because you knew that if they were drinking coffee, there's probably something else that they were doing. Yeah. Right? Like Coffee's a gateway drug. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Drink coffee, you're going right to alcohol, right to marijuana, right to LSD, right to LDS. I mean, it's just straight on into that. <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Anywho, moving right along. Yep. So, um, are you done with stories? Yeah, that's up? all I remember growing okay. up and, and everything. So, uh, what do you want to talk about next? Well, I was going to talk about my um, first time with coffee. Ah, uh, yes. And this is this is while I was uh, yes. still pretty much in the church going, oh, but I was yeah. I was gone all the time in the navy. Yeah. So he was gone, and um, I decided to step away. If you remember from the last episode, that. Um, that my friend and I, she would take me to a non-denominational church. And because I wanted that voice of LDS 
out of my head. And I thought, well, let's go see what everybody else is saying. Try to keep some sort of um, schedule for my kids in case we went back. That's kind of what I was thinking. So I remember going to this this non-denominational church. (laughs) I kid you not. I mean, you guys probably already know this, but there was like a coffee bar inside like the... Inside the church. the foyer, but you know, like... You'd walk in and there's the hallway. Entryway, greeting place. Yeah. But like they had coffee galore, like everywhere. And everyone was getting their coffee and then they'd go sit down. And I thought this was a perfect time for me to try coffee because I was scared spitless to go to Starbucks because I didn't want to look like a fool, like... What do I order? I have no idea. You know how Mormons are like... All these words, I don't know what they are. (laughs) Espresso... Caramel macchiato. What is is another language? (laughs) Yeah. It felt like that. And as Mormons were conditioned not to look or appear. Right. Avoid even the appearance of evil. So um, I didn't want to do that. And I was so dumb. I had no idea how to make coffee myself. And I'm sure YouTube existed way back then. Yeah. Yeah. Six (laughs) years ago. Six years ago. Uh huh. Yeah, but I didn't know how to do all that. Or I didn't want the internet knowing my search pattern. I don't know. I was so weird. Because <laughs> then God would know. <laughs> Google does start with G-O. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, you're funny. Yeah, so I thought this would be a perfect way for me to like blend in. So like I could just have my coffee, right? And nobody would know that I had never had coffee before or that I was so new at it. So I could try some different things. And if I didn't like it, I could just hold the cup and then then pretend to drink it, you know, and like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm so naive. Mm -hmm. Look at me (laughs) fixing myself. But um, yeah, so that was an interesting experience Um, for the most part. Okay, I hated black coffee. Let's admit it. I still do. I yeah. cannot get over that. Um, but now I can at least have some sugar in it. So that's good. Well, we use sweetener, but that's that's point. Um, I say that a lot, apparently. That's that's, that's point. point. Maybe. I blame. I don't know. I'll think of somebody. <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah. And anyway, so I would kind of get used to the taste that way, but it still was never like amazing. The amazing part was that I was drinking coffee. Yeah. You know, me, like podunk little me was, I don't know, drinking coffee like everybody else. So that was pretty cool. So then I eventually got um, my little Mr. Coffee. I mean... Everybody loves Mr. Coffee, you know, the little four cup little little pot, yeah. Yeah. It was so cute. And so I got one and um I I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember the first time I put it on my countertop. Like that was such a big deal because people could see it. Yeah. Right? My was, kids I, was I could around see it. yet or was Not I deployed or Not yeah? Yet. Okay. You were, I don't know, on the ship somewhere. Yeah. But I mean, you know, not like any anybody really ever came up over to my house. But what if the visiting teachers came over? 
and I'd be caught. Or surprise visit <laughs> from the missionaries. Yeah, they didn't come over because you weren't home. Yay. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, and we didn't have sister missionaries, apparently. I don't remember. I, don't I barely remember either. that ward because I was never there. <laughs> yeah. So that was somewhat like, what is that word? Exhilarating. Yeah. Apparently I can't talk tonight. Who knows? But scary. Yeah. But it was, it was wonderful because I was taking control and I was taking control of my own kitchen. I mean, come on, really? But then I remember him almost coming home and I was like, do I hide it? Do I put it away? You know, and I think I did for like the first month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even remember. But I remember honest. telling you, I have a coffee maker and I'm going to put it on the counter. And I just sort of left you alone, right? I yeah, didn't wait I, for a response. I don't remember if I said anything. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, I know that I tend to sometimes still like wait for the reaction. And then the reaction of the person determines how I feel about it. So I practiced really hard to like let you have your feelings, but that I had mine and that I was going to separate the two. Like that was huge for me. Like to me, that's what coffee means. You know what I mean? It's so empowering to me because that's where I got my voice. That's where I got my ability to tell the bishop no. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where I got the idea that he can have his feelings but I'm entitled to mine. Right, right. You know. So, yeah. But that's... Um, oh, and then... And then um, my friend, the one that helped us out of the church, she... Uh, we oh, were going, yeah. going back to the... Um, not the church thing. She brought me... She was so sweet. She brought me one of those... Um, what was it Starbucks? Called? It was Starbucks. Um, um, pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, they're apparently all the rage. Right, right. Right? And I thought she was so sweet to think of me, and she brought it for me, and I tasted it, and I hated it, like <laughs> passionately, vehemently, hatedly, yeah, hated it. God yeah. dang it! Yeah, right. But yeah, so I. So just, you didn't like it? Is that what oh, you're saying? <laughs> yes, that's exactly oh, okay. right. <laughs> um, I did tell her. That I didn't like it, but I appreciated oh, yeah. her thinking. And she was so she was so awesome. She always is awesome. She's like, that's fine. I love I think she actually drank mine. <laughs> Hers and yours? Well, yeah. It's a lot of because coffee. to her, she loved it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so she's like, I am not letting that go to waste. <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> yeah. I like the the chocolate ones, you know, mocha, ice mocha. Mm. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be, but those are that's my dessert coffee. Of yeah. choice, yeah. But I did realize before I let you do your stories that caffeine does not affect me, right? I totally thought I'd be like bouncing off the walls and it turns out I don't need coffee to bounce off the walls because I do that anyways. Naturally, yeah. I've slowed down now that I'm 40. <laughs> the magical I mean, age. 20, I'm 29 with 11 years experience. Right, Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, go ahead. Um, what are we talking about? Your story is about coffee. Oh, like the first time I had first, coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me think. Uh, yeah, I remember trying it black because I was like, okay, well, you know, some people have a black. I, I knew that much about coffee, right? There's <laughs> black, there's with Not sugar. Black. 
There's with sugar and there's creamer. Others. There's with just creamer, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that's at Starbucks that I don't. I still don't even know because we don't go to Starbucks, right? But right. Uh, so I tried it black, and I was like, "Yeah, how does people drink this stuff black? Yeah, it's just bitter." Like- and and I I think it was um it was probably like a Dunkin' Donuts blend or oh, yeah. something like that, right? I don't I don't. That's remember what we exactly. had for like years. Yeah, for for quite a while, and we would try some various stuff here and there, but none of them ever really tasted that much different. Nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Little promo in there for. <laughs> um, and so I had it with uh, with like you know some sweetener, non you know non calorie type sweetener, and, uh, and I I could I, that tasted pretty good. You know, had that nutty flavor, mm-hmm. but but sweet took kind of took away the bitterness of it. Um, and then uh, I think the first creamer I had with it, I think it was a hazelnut, and I've pretty much kind of been drinking that as kind of like my normal. Day to day, you have a normal, yeah, pretty much yeah, yeah. that or the mocha, you know, yeah, type type creamers, or I just have it, you know, with the um, sweetener, which is fine too. At work, typically it's just with sweetener, but that work coffee is just yeah, you know, sludge. Yeah, it, it keeps you awake. Burnt. That's that. It doesn't really have much flavor Disgusting. to be honest, anyway, right? So, um, oh, other than that, that was just, yeah. I, we've tried, uh, we've done various things with it, you know, ever since then, you know, like uh, the French press. I remember you trying the French press the first time. Um, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried, um, what's it called? Cold brew. Cold Just brew. recently, actually, maybe in the last couple months. And that I can actually have black. I found out. I don't know why. I guess it's less acidic when you cold brew it. Uh, the so, the yeah. heat doesn't make it as acidic or something like that. It might be the the coffee that we're using too that makes it taste better, <laughs> you know. Our good damn stuff. good coffee, Wait. or it's damn good coffee. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All all three of our blends that we picked are ones that we've really liked. Probably our top favorite, though. I don't know. Should we say we have a favorite? It's like having your favorite kid in your house. Are we allowed to say? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe we'll tell you someday. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, I think that's all I was going to say about it, though. Okay, but how does experience. coffee affect you? Oh, yeah, so when, like Liz was saying, uh, caffeine doesn't really affect her, I guess. So does Yeah, I can have coffee. a coffee at like 8 p.m. and then go to sleep when it's time because that's what you do. Yeah, not me. I notice it, it, it does make a difference. If I drink coffee on an empty stomach first thing, then I will typically get kind of jittery. Mm-hmm. But if I have breakfast first and then my coffee, it's kind of... I'm awake, but even keel, right? So, uh, so it does have a, a big impact on me. I don't you remember the first time you had coffee and what happened to your noggin? Your oh, brain? yeah. So <laughs> I remember thinking, like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can be awake, this awake, this early in the morning. Why haven't I been doing this this whole time? You know, like, especially when you have watch to go on in, in, on the naval ship and you're dead tired because you've already been awake forever. You're like, oh, crap, how am I going to get through this five-hour watch? So I would have caffeinated drinks, you know, if I thought I was oh, going yeah. to make it through, like a Mountain Dew or whatever. Uh, but coffee probably would have been the low sugar option of those, you know, instead of the uh, high sugar crap. So speaking of that, with the word of wisdom, crashing down I'm from the sorry. sugar. Sorry, but think about that with the word of wisdom. How you can't have coffee, but here have all this sugar loaded crap. Yeah, drink all the like, Sprite you want. Yeah, so choose a sprite when a coke is placed before you. No one ever saying that to you. <laughs> yeah, I heard that like on my mission. I think uh, many times. Yeah, I think it's a Utah thing. 
You're looking at me like you've never heard me say that before. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah, apparently. Uh, see, I guess there's still some surprises in a, in a marriage after 20 years. Yeah. Even if some as silly as that. Anyway. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, I'm going to kind of go backwards a little bit with the whole coffee thing. When I tried it, I was bound and determined because, again, I don't know if you remember this, that I didn't like the taste of coffee. Didn't really like the smell. I mean, I like the smell. But the taste was something totally different because it always tasted burnt, right? Oh, right, yeah. Always. And I couldn't seem to not do that. So I always thought it was user error. I thought yes. I was doing something wrong. Smelled burnt, taste burnt, yeah. Yeah, and so I'd, I would put the sugar in there, right? Put the creamer in there so that way I could drink it. And I was bound and determined that I was going to drink coffee. Not just because it made me feel empowered because I was just drinking coffee. You know what I mean? But I, I was like, with every sip, it's like I was giving the church the finger. And I was like, F you, right? Just get out and... So um, I was, again, bound and determined to do that. So I choked it down for a couple years and kind of got used to the taste. We, we got into Dunkin' Donuts, and that's what we would have for years, right? Right, right. And I stumbled upon this um, company that, um, that roasts their own blends. And so um, I tried one of them, and I was, it's like I died and the heavens opened and I was like angels singing and I was like this is what it's all about <laughs> hallelujah <clears throat> sorry I don't sing anyways <laughs> and so um I decided that 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 was the coffee for me right so we'd order it and that's what we kind of got used to but four years like at least two years now I was like man there should be a company out there that caters to the ex-Mormon population. These people, like me, because it was all about me, right? Um, I wish I had somebody to show me what to do and what not to do and how to have good coffee and how to avoid the mistakes of Starbucks and Dunkin's, right? Because yeah. I thought that was that was the shit right there. I thought that was like the best thing ever made. And since I didn't like it, I was like, crap. Yeah. You know, like, did well, I just waste all this? And yeah. So um, I had thought of the name forever ago. It's like, well, yeah. now that I'm an apostate I, and I can have coffee, apostate coffee. And it just seemed to mit, like, mit, what am I trying to say? Fit. Fit. <laughs> well, mix and fit. Mit. Never mind. <laughs> So um, I tried forever to kind of, but I wasn't ready yet. And I don't think he was ready yet for me to do that. Um, some other things were happening. So starting business is a lot of work, apparently. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I didn't want to just start and not have things in place. So I, of course, studied the blends a little bit more and found the ones that I absolutely loved. Like, there are no other coffee blends that I can even remotely consider as good as our blends. And I say that a little bit biased. Right? Obviously, we haven't tried every 
coffee bean in the entire planet. So, you know, don't <laughs> don't think that we're experts only after, you know, six years of drinking coffee. But right. And I don't mean yeah. any disrespect to anybody else, but I tried the Death Wish coffee. I've never tried it. <gasps> it's awful. Like, and I apologize if you like love it, but considering the caffeine doesn't affect me, it just still wasn't worth it. Yeah. It still you, felt a uh, tasted burnt and sludgy and bleh. So anyways, um, so once I had my coffees, I obviously needed to figure out what I was going to name them. And that really is harder than it sounds. Right. 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 So, I wanted to name them after coffee gods because it was kind of that idea of, well, I was worshiping God, blah, blah, blah. And now that that one's gone, I'm going to replace it with my coffee of choice. Sort of like the coffee God that I worship now is blank. And I was going to go for, um, oh man, I didn't even think about this. Um, our logo. I can turn it up. Oh down. yeah. Anyways, if you look at our logo, yeah. <laughs> right? I'll pretend I'm holding it up because on the podcast you can't see me anyway. So yeah, maybe, maybe we can put a picture of it on the thing. I don't know how to do that. Anyway, we'll try. Anyways, so but if you think about if you look at it, um, and in in our actual blends, I kind of chopped off some of the wings because I didn't go in this direction. But if you look at it and then you turn it over, turn it upside down. It's Thor's helmet because yeah. I was going to name our favorite coffee blend Thor's hammer or Thor's blend or something like that. Right. You know, because it's Thor so, is a god. Yeah. And so that's basically what's in our apostate coffee logo, the very center mm-hmm. that. What looks like a mug, it's actually Thor's helmet with the wings kind of chopped but off. But it's, like it's still a mug. Yeah. Because it's so cool. I like mind blown. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, and then I was going to try to name our coffee blends after like Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yep. And the Invisible Pink Unicorn and the, the Tiny Orbiting Teapot because those are all mythical gods because I didn't want to get in trouble with like... Right. Marvel somehow. I don't know. Because, you know, they're big. Um, I think Flying Spaghetti Monster is a copyrighted yeah, thing, right? Yes. So we couldn't and, use that. And then I didn't know anything like the Invisible Pink Unicorn is like atheist type stuff. So I didn't want to necessarily go that route because I didn't want to copy. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. So I still decided to to launch with our three blends. And I went with the gold bag and the red bag. Here, you hold that one or those two. And the black bag. And I thought, well, until I figure out what I'm going to name them, we'll just go by the color of the bag. Then I was hoping to get um, feedback from people that try it and then like get, I don't know what, the interaction to name them. Yeah. And so then as I was going along and we had, um, we had launched, uh, I actually got, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like I, I, to this day, I'm still a little starstruck that I got Mike Norton to wear my shirt and drink my coffee. Like legit, Mike, if you're watching this, thank you. You're <laughs> awesome. And we will meet you someday. And I apologize in advance for... I'm going to act. 
<laughs> I'm weird. We'll put it that way. Anyways, so um, then we got the Latter-day Lesbian podcast reached out to us because they saw Mike on social media wearing my shirt, drinking my coffee, and yep. they're like, those, those are ours, right? Those are our people. This is fantastic. So we released the Latter-day Lesbian blend Mm -hmm. and this is our black this is the medium dark blend you didn't hear me yeah you didn't see it you didn't see anything (laughs) (laughs) yes and so this one we have both whole bean and ground they're like nobody's buying the whole bean so (laughs) all you purists out there who are like whole bean is the only way you to go ground buy my coffee the whole bean stuff <laughs> no it's all good though because that's the best stuff because then you can grind it and it's like humming. it's just that much better but um yes so go listen to latter-day lesbian podcast because those women are amazing and i love listening to their stories because you just relate you don't have yeah. to be lgbtq that's true to be like, that's it. I so relate to all everything that you're saying. So yep, yeah. Um, so almost everything she talks about, I can relate to too. I mean, I'm right. I'm like white, you know, male heterosexual. <laughs> you know, and I like, still relate to uh, like eighty, ninety percent of what she's talking about on there because we've been through that, right. right? So, and then that this one, oh, yep. and then came this blend. This one was easy to name. Because once I had this, and it was something that was important, LGBTQ rights mm-hmm. and the things that they have to deal with, like that was a social reason to leave the church, right? It really was. After we yeah. saw all the bad historical crap, and, oh, like, I and it really changes your brain on, well, what do I think about you know LGBTQ people now because now I don't I don't have this dogma to relate to to right. tell me how to think uh, about these people and yeah exactly <clears throat> exactly yep. so then we thought well why don't we just go off of social issues and then donate to causes so right. this one was the easiest one to name because I thought it was awesome uh, yep sticking with the bean theme I know right lesbian so, blend thanks Shelly. But we decided Sam Young does, he started off with the Protect LDS Children, and mm-hmm. then he um, went into Protect hum- no protect Every Child. Protect Every Child, yeah. There we go. That's it. I'll got these words in my head. So then I thought, well, it's not just about the small children, though it is. It's about every one of us, protecting every one of us. Right. So protect human beings. I was going to go little beans, but that was like too much words. But we did so. put the little fun yeah. handprints, you know, mm-hmm. kid handprints and, and the writing makes it look like a kid wrote it, you know. Right. So. And so then it says protect every child. And so um, Sam has not yet tried this, but since his birthday was the other day, I'm going to send him some. Yep. You so know. we're not officially affiliated with the protect every child or protect LDS children thing. Right. But, but he we, knows about it, and he knows that we want to donate. Yeah. So buy this blend, so that way we can put uh, bigger proceeds than what the LDS Church does. So then our last blend, my red bag, which red is my favorite color, by the way. 
case anyone wanted to know. Which is why our mug, the new mug, is black right. with red writing. Right. And then the shirt. So, so um, we wanted to do something for women because we felt that was the other Big issue. Big social issue, yeah. Right, that, that needed more attention. Right. So we thought, and we took this out to Facebook, and now the name is escaping me, the woman that... Um, Came up with the uh, yeah. name or whatever? Okay. I don't remember I apologize. Either. I will find it. Anyways. We'll put it in the comments, I right. guess, if, if she allows us to. So she came up with women's equalibines. And I thought that was awesome because women, um, we don't have to ask a man to be equal because then that's, that means that the man has more power right. over us. So we just are equal. Right. So we do not have a specific um, cause for this. So if you have any ideas, um, I'm right. thinking like a crisis shelter or Planned Parenthood, something that helps um, battered women, women in, in tough situations that need immediate help, um, things that, that make sure that their rights aren't taken away from them. But um, I like how on here it says, we can, we will, and we did. Mm-hmm. So, yep, and it's equal and fair. So, yep, those are our three blends. Oh, I should tell you, this one, the black uh, lesbian blend, is very, it's like Starbucks, only good, (laughs) right? If you want a damn good cup of coffee, smooth, low acidic, just well-bodied all around, damn, that's good. This is the blend that you're going to want. This one, um, again, since it's more for the little children type of idea, um, it, this one is very light, so it's our lightest light blend. Yep. And um, it's kind of citrus with some berry type of... Um, there's no added flavoring to it, but because... Any of them, no. Yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. of where they get the beans, they, they take on um, the attributes of where they're grown. So this one has kind of a citrus... This is any time of day type of blend. Then our red blend, which by the way is so good. It's uh, my daughter's favorite in case y'all wanted to know that tidbit. But um, it's not just my daughter's because it has women or because (laughs) it's red. But it has a nutty flavor and a dark chocolate flavor that you can kind of get into that. So it's just all around so good. You know. But those are our blends. I hope you come and support us. I hope you tell yep. us the things that you like about the blends, how you make the coffee. Um, what I am hoping for you to do now is write us stories. Tell us about yeah. your first experiences with coffee. The funny, the sad, the, the awful, you know, you messed everything up type of stories. Um, just like some other podcasts that they can read the letters online. And I thought that could be kind of funny. Yeah. Be kind of fun. Share them them with the uh, community that we're building, right? right? The apostate coffee community. That's right. Love it. You can reach us at rebels at apostatecoffee.com. You can find us on Facebook at apostate coffee on Instagram at apostate coffee, supposedly at Twitter on Twitter or Twitter with Twitter. I don't know. Some I tree don't branch know or anything about Twitter. 
Yeah. We'll get on that someday. I don't know how to twit. Tweet. Twit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Still is apostate coffee because um, ironically that was available everywhere. I don't do Snapchat because, you know, I'm not 12. (laughs) I don't understand that thing either. I don't know. But, you know, come, you know, say hello, drop me a line, and uh, we'll go from there. So I hope you have a wonderful night. All right. Bye. Good night.